ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. So, um, welcome back to No Matter Where, No Matter When. <laughs> not what I expected you to open this episode with. This is our holiday episode, if you didn't get that by me trying to be Santa. <laughs> Listen, Santa is my father, so I can be I can be mini Santa if I want. Um, I like this time of year because it is the only time of year where people appreciate penguins. Um, you see them everywhere and it's just a delight for me. The only part of this season that I don't like is Thanksgiving because fuck Thanksgiving. It's not that I'm not thankful for my family and my friends and the people in my life and the things that I'm that I have. I'm very grateful for that. Um, I just don't like holidays that are wrapped around food. I don't like that. It bothers me. Um, and that's really what Thanksgiving is about for most people is and you're not as- a big fan of the food that's served on Thanksgiving, so that probably goes hand in hand. Yeah, no, I don't like the food that – I don't mind turkey um, stuffing, and I'm not a fan. Um, it wasn't until, like, three years ago where I was even able to, like, be in the same room as stuffing. So, yeah, we'll get more into that in a different eating disorder episode. But, you yeah, know, I don't like Thanksgiving, but Christmas. I'm Jewish, but Christmas is the best holiday. I love trees and the lights and the penguins and Santa and I love Christmas. I think it's a beautiful holiday and it's the true festival of lights. I'm sorry to any Jewish person that's listening. But to be fair. No, but to be quite honest with you, for visual representation, Allie just lit up like a Christmas tree, just (laughs) describing Christmas. She's not even joking when she tells you that Christmas is like her ultimate holiday and the one holiday she looks forward to. To be fair, Christmas is a holiday of lights. Hanukkah is the holiday of candles. That's a light, Allie. It is not a light. Light comes from light bulbs. (laughs) It's a different type of light. They didn't always have light bulbs. They didn't, but I'm sorry. Candlelight is different than holiday light. Holiday light is Christmas lights. And they're pretty and they're sparkly and they make palm trees look like penises. <laughs> if you don't place them properly, yes. I love those. It makes pictures. them look like ejaculating It penises. does, and I love it. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's awesome. Cool. What would you say is your ultimate for... Christmas. If you have to pick one thing, what is your favorite thing about Christmas? The lights. Maybe it's the lights for me. But I think the ultimate thing, and my husband laughs at me every year when I say this, there will be many nights that I will not go to bed and I'm literally just sitting on the couch staring at the tree. Yeah, no, for me, it's all of the lights, like the lights that people decorate their houses with, the lights on the tree. Like, I, I love Christmas trees. Like, Christmas trees, I will go to Disney during Christmas time solely to go to every park to see all the Christmas trees and the decorations. And I just think it's such a, a beautiful holiday. And, like, obviously for me, it has nothing to do with Jesus. But for me, it's honestly, it's just such a beautiful wholesome time of the year and like maybe it's because i grew up on like hallmark christmas movies and you know christmas in july and just all of that shit like for me christmas is such a beautiful time that like brings families together and you know it's that cold snowy even though we live in florida 
time of year. And I just think it's so sweet and magical because honestly, like children believing in Santa and all of that stuff, like I love that because I my favorite part. I love the thought of children believing in magic. The magic of Christmas. Yeah. And I I love that. I love that like children are at an age where they can just still believe in magic. I mean, granted, I'm 33 and I still believe in magic, but very differently than I did when I was younger. And I just like that children are able to still have those wholesome moments where they're like, oh, Santa came and, you know. I was good this year and, you know, being able to believe that there is something peaceful and beautiful in this world because they will quickly grow up and they will quickly learn that there's a lot of really bad things in this world. And I love that at least during that time, at least during Christmas time, we can all use a little bit of that magic and believe that there's still good in the world i think that's the magic of the christmas trees for me it's everything it's the smell it's the lights on the tree for me some of my favorite memories is listening to the kids laugh decorating the tree like every year it's either david on a step stool or madison's like on his shoulders to put the topper on the tree and we crack up because every year one of us is holding the tree because we're scared somebody's gonna knock it over and then i always say like as the older I got, that song by Kelly Clarkson, My Grown Up Christmas List, becomes true. Because for me, it's never what's under the tree. I don't get anything, by the way. I'm the one that wraps all the presents, and I know what every single person has. But there's usually nothing under the tree for me, and that's okay. It's the joy of seeing their faces. Everybody. I love giving gifts. You're very similar. I love seeing their responses. That's like my own gift in itself is seeing their reactions to what they get. My favorite thing is the kids know that they are not allowed out of their rooms until we are up. Like we put bells on their door. So if they turn the handle, like we know they got out of their room and they're not allowed to get up until we tell them, okay, you come out of your room. And every year I record their face when they realize what Santa was bringing, except not last year, the year before, they got a note and coal on the table they were so naughty they were at each other's necks and i wrote a note and then what we did is we just put their gifts they both got bikes that year we put them outside with their stockings like their stockings were hanging from their bikes and in my stocking so i stuffed my stocking in kyle's stocking so it made it look like we were really good that year there was another note from santa that explained that you know he wanted to give them another shot and he came back around and followed the trail. And that's how they found their gifts. I still have that video. I think I watched it the other day of Madison. Like, I couldn't even finish the letter the minute I said I decided to leave no gifts this year. Like, Ooh! I'm like, listen, listen, listen. She was not listening. And then David, you know, being the teenager who doesn't believe in that, he's like, I don't even think this is real coal. Is that chocolate? I'm like, you little motherfucker. But yeah, one of my favorite things to do especially Christmas Eve, like after we put everything down, we'll be exhausted. And Kyle's like, come on, let's go to bed. You know, we're going to be up early. And I'm like, no, I will sit out with my little cup of eggnog or tea or whatever it is that I want that night. And I will just sit there and look at the presents and sip whatever I'm sipping on and just kind of like reminisce through the whole season and take it all in. And then the next morning we know is chaos it's wrapping paper and garbage bags and but I really 
enjoy that time. And, you know, that's how I came to the conclusion this year that we're not doing gifts, we're doing experiences. Yeah. But I love, I mean, all the little things, the, the, the cookie decorating. I mean, we're going down to donate our time for charity through like a drive through thing. David's going to get community service hours and we'll pass out you know, candy canes and collect donations. Um, but the whole street, like they have FPNL come out and set up the entire street. And I've been doing it since I was a kid. So now the kids are going to do it this year. And just the thought of being surrounded by Christmas lights and Christmas music and my kids being there and like experiencing what I got to experience as a kid makes me so excited, so excited. But I think also this year, while it brings us joy, I also feel there's the other end of the spectrum where it stresses a lot of people out. It does. Having like- to buy gifts, having to. I saw a meme the other day that said, um, growing up and wanting to be part of Kevin McAllister's family, being a gro- uh, reality is being a grown up and understanding how Kevin McAllister's mom forgot him. It's 100% accurate, especially around Christmas. You're rushing to get all of these things done and make all of these things happen. I I get it. I mean, I don't think I would forget my kid, but I fully understand it. Also, don't understand how the hell that she managed to keep the lights on in that big ass house. I feel like they were in the mob. I say that every year now that I'm older and I watch it, especially that shifty ass uncle. Yep. No, there's there's something going on there. Something behind the scenes. But no, I I wish I had childhood like Christmas memories and like Christmas traditions. And, you know, I hope that I can like make my own traditions and, you know, have my own tree like in Texas. Don't you have your own tree, though? Like a little tree that you put out every year? I did. The cats destroyed it the year Mike Mike and I were together because they kept climbing into it and then like hanging out on the branches. So I threw it out when I moved out. And honestly, I don't want memories from that tree. You're going to have to get the ones that like hang from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. The cats can't get to. Oh, my girls will find a way. <laughs> but no, I don't. I didn't want memories from that because that year I didn't even. I spent Christmas by myself. He didn't. He wasn't even there for Christmas. So, you know, I sat, you know, he was there to open gifts. Of course he was. But the rest of Christmas, I didn't see him. I was alone watching movies by myself in the apartment. I feel like that's also a time to like, you know, Kyle's dad dealing with everything that we're dealing with. I think that's going to be the depressing portion for me is going to visit him because you get to see all those people that don't get to experience that magic of the season. It's kind of sad when you think about it. But I always tell the kids, like, remember, not everybody has us. Not everybody has a family that can celebrate Christmas and it's not... You know, I when I explain what we were doing this year, I'm like, it's not about what's under the tree. Please remember that. Because yep. at the end of the day, the tablet or what, they break. You don't have it. Yep. You know what I mean? When the time comes and the people in your life go, you have the pictures and the memories that are going to stick with you. It's not going to be, oh, remember when I was six years old and I got a brand new iPad? And you're not going to give three shits about that. Nope. So I feel like that this season is the season that all of that really starts to hit and it's you know spending time with your family and the people you love and the joy that they bring you and being able to celebrate one of my favorite standards when I used to teach was that from Thanksgiving on was holidays around the world and we did everything we did the Chinese New Year we did Kwanzaa We did, you know, how Christmas was different here versus Germany. 
We did Hanukkah. We did all of the holidays. And I would love it because every now and then we would have like a family that celebrated and they would bring in like dishes that we would try or the kids would come in and like show us what their tradition was. And we got to learn from their aspect how it worked. And all of the kids used to love doing it. I used to love the projects that were associated with it. And I had a coworker who every day, what, where they were learning from, like what country and what holiday, they would have a prepackaged package left at their door. And they were saying that Santa's elves delivered it and that, that they wouldn't, the kids wouldn't know where they were learning about until they opened that box. Like the postage would say directly from Africa. And I kind of love that concept because it gives, you know, a different perspective. So I feel like it's a lot, it was a lot different growing up for you because as much as you love Christmas, that was not your household. Do you want to talk about Hanukkah? Yeah, sure. I mean, so what my found for those of you that don't know, let's start off with this. Hanukkah is eight nights. (laughs) And what my, my mom is just like me. She loves giving gifts. So we always have gotten eight gifts every year, but we have themes for each night. Mm -hmm. So when we were younger, we would get, you know, CD night and book night and, you know, um, big gift night. And so now that we're older and, you know, we don't need CDs. Now we have, we still have big gift night. We still have book night some years, but we also have, we also have lottery ticket night. Okay. Where my parents will get everybody like four or five scratch offs and we sit around the table and we scratch off, but we use one of the Sacagawea coins that my grandfather had Uh because he collected them so that like my Zabie's still part of it. Yeah. Um, And we also feel like maybe it'll bring us luck. It doesn't. We know we, I think the most we've (laughs) won is like $5 one year though. It's going to be our year one year, but you know, we have theme nights. We all sing together. You know, we'll have some type of meal with potato lockies that my mom makes and stuff like that. And, you know, when last year we played dreidel because Landon and Lillian were here and Landon's big thing was that he wanted to play dreidel because he was here like six months earlier and he saw a dreidel and my mom was like in December for Hanukkah, you'll come over and we'll play dreidel. So he did. He spins a dreidel better than anyone I've ever seen. (laughs) He was nine and, like, for me, it's very hard for me to spin a dreidel because I have nails. Yeah. So, like, getting my hand, my fingers around it to spin it is very difficult. But with him, he was, like, flipping it upside down. Oh and goodness. it was amazing. And Lillian was a little bit younger. And so she was screaming that she couldn't have all the dreidels. But it was fun. And it was nice having, like, the little kids around again yeah. to play dreidel and stuff like that. And to appreciate, you know, the different type of culture than what they're from. And... I still think Hanukkah is a very beautiful holiday. It's a very beautiful tradition. I like lighting the candles with my family. But for me, it's there's just something so magical about Christmas. Yeah. And I just absolutely love Christmas. I love Christmas wrapping paper, like every yeah. single detail of Christmas I love. And I mean, I've even gone so far as to try and convince my mom to have Hanukkah stockings. <laughs> um and I have a blue <coughs> and white Hanukkah stocking that has my initial on it, has an A on it, that our neighbor gave us oh or gave goodness. me. And my mom's like, that's not a Hanukkah stocking. I'm like, but it's blue and white. So it's obviously not Christmas. 
So, and that was my thing when Leaf and I were together and we decorated our first tree together in our apartment, we only had blue and white lights. I'm like, look, it's a Hanukkah bush. A Hanukkah bush. Oh my gosh. And yeah, I tried that all my life too to convince my mom that we should have a Hanukkah bush and that never worked either. So I've basically been trying my entire life to turn Hanukkah into Christmas. Um, It has not worked. But also, to be fair, I've been trying to spend my entire life to convince my parents to give me a twin, and that hasn't worked either. So, obviously, I just suck and I fail. (laughs) Don't they still put your little inflatable on the porch? I thought they did that every year. No. Your little penguin? So, my penguin died. (laughs) (laughs) Probably shouldn't have brought that up. Um, No, so I had my light-up penguin (laughs) with the Christmas hat on that I had at my house, and it died. Um, in transport between my last apartment and this one. So I will be getting a new one this year for Christmas. When I get back from the cruise, I'm getting a new penguin. And it's going to be magical and it's going to be even bigger and better. I'm bigger sure the animals better. are going to love seeing that on your patio. Listen, I don't care. I love my girls. Oh, okay. But the penguins came first. Yeah, right on. <laughs> no, honestly, I want to put it outside the front door where they never see. So... I'd be so worried somebody would steal that. I mean, I never had an issue with it at our old place. And to be fair, we had a bunch of thieves and horrible people that lived in that building. So True. Then you have me, who's the opposite. And I have a 12-foot Santa inflatable that I goes. I think that's fantastic. On my yard. I would love to have the space to have a 12-foot penguin. It takes forever to inflate. I'm sure it does. But once it's up. And we have to anchor it like 35 times because, you know, it's top heavy. Do you keep it up the entire time? Like inflated the entire time? or So our method when we put up Christmas lights is they are on a timer. They go on as soon as the sun starts setting. And they get turned off in the morning. Except the week of Christmas. The week of Christmas they stay on all the time. Only because um, electricity ain't cheap. And we got a lot of inflatables. Madison actually wants to redo the inflatables this year to include a Baby Yoda and a Stitch. That makes perfect sense because they are obviously a part of the manger. So So now we are apparently looking for a Baby Yoda and some sort of Stitch inflatable to put in our yard. Because the 12 we have apparently is not enough. No. I agree with her. I'm also fully trying to convince my husband to spend $375 on year-round Christmas lights that are mounted on our house, and you can adjust them for season so I can turn them black and orange and purple for Halloween. I can adjust them for Valentine's Day, for I 4th of July. amazing. But he hasn't taken the bait yet. Sex. I tried that. It didn't work. I even tried ideas. bribing him, like. He really wants a side-by-side. I'm like, what if we, like, just start look? What if I rent you one? And he's like, no. I'm like, but then you would never have to put Christmas lights up again. Like, the work would be done for you. They stay through hurricane season. Like, they're permanently installed on the house. And I just have a clicker. And we change them. I said, all of the work is done. Instead of you spending six hours putting Christmas lights up on the house. Because naturally, our house has to be covered Because Santa has to know where our house is. Obviously. We haven't gotten that far yet. I have convinced him to buy new lights for the Christmas tree. But, you know, that's a completely different. That is our plan this weekend. I told him tomorrow we are pulling out bins and our stockings are going up. And we are getting all of our holiday decor 
The only thing that is staying is I will keep my tablecloth for Thanksgiving, even though I'm not doing Thanksgiving this year. And then we have our sign that has our family name on it and our establishment date. And the O changes out for home. And it's a Mickey Mouse turkey right now. I said that will, but as soon, like Thanksgiving Day, it will be changed out to Santa Claus. But yeah, we also, I found this year, instead of gingerbread houses, there's sugar cookie houses. So we're going to be doing that. Figured that would be fun. I actually found, I think they have Hanukkah ones. I was actually going to text you the other day and be like, do you think if we came down, you would want to do these one night with the kids? I'm down. I, so I, like, I would be I like interested to see. celebrating the holidays with the kids. Like, so I, think I, it's fun. I would be interested to see if one night we can make it work where we could come down for Hanukkah and they could kind of see a different. I also have to weave that into the 35 performances that we have before Christmas. Yeah. But yeah. I think it would be interesting for them to see because my uncle still, they still light a menorah. They still do the eight nights mm-hmm. to honor his parents, but they're not, you know, orthodox. They don't do yeah. I, um, the whole. I'm actually not. I think like Hanukkah starts on like the 7th of that December. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the first night of Hanukkah. I think her birthday is the first night of Hanukkah. Hanukkah. I digress. 2023. Yep. Um, Evening of December seventh to December fifteenth. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun. It's a, it's, you can come down and see all the Christmas lights. I like Christmas lights. And pass out candy canes. I like candy canes. <laughs> I can't with you. When I'm telling you, like legit, from the minute you pull down the block until you get to the end and go around the roundabout, like there's lights. It's like being on Main Street. You just don't know where to look. I love. I'm so glad it's this time of year again. You're so funny. So there's a there's I, I showed you pictures. The first time I went to Canada, he took me to that um little area in Quebec City mm-hmm. that's all decorated for Christmas. Yeah. And with the snow and everything. Oh my god. Like I need to make it to Canada this winter just so that I can go to that area and see all the Christmas stuff. I told Kyle that I would love to go to Helen, Georgia for that reason. Mm-hmm. Because it literally looks like Santa's workshop. I love that. For Christmas. He wasn't too thrilled with the idea, though. Suck it up, cupcake. I was like, you just don't. He's like, we can just go to Disney. I said, well, I mean, I'm not going to fight you on that one either. Because he doesn't want to go to Disney. Disney on your way. (laughs) Who doesn't want to go to Disney during Christmas? That's like my favorite time of year to go. We're trying. uh, Val and the girls and I are trying to go um, December 3rd. But getting all of us to be on the same schedule to be able to go on December 3rd is insane because they work Saturday night. So they'd either need to take off Saturday night or drive up to Disney really fucking tired. But more than likely, they'll have to take the night off because if we drive if we drive up for the day, we want to be there for the day. Yeah. So we'd have to either. So the options I gave them were we could either drive up when they get off work and spend the day up just hanging out in Disney yeah. and then go to Mickey's Very, Very Merry Christmas. Christmas that night. And then we'll drive back at like midnight and Val can drive or we can go out for the day and just spend the day in the parks and see the trees and everything. Yeah. So we haven't quite made that decision yet. I have them at downtown Disney now too. The trail of trees and you follow like a whole map and each trail is themed. 
I love that. Different Disney trees. I love that. I love that. I love. I love Disney. Downtown Disney. Period. During Christmas time, though, is spectacular. The fireworks are also on a different level. Oh yeah, for Christmas. Oh yeah. So they are for Halloween too. I love the Halloween yeah. ones. And Fourth of July. We've done Fourth of July. We haven't done Halloween. We were there for Halloween, weren't we? Yes, we were. We were there for the fireworks. But I'm not 100% sure if we watched the fireworks because there was enough fireworks going on because that was a horrible trip. It was a really bad trip. Like, I really wish I could say it wasn't, but it was a really bad trip. It was a really bad trip. Really bad trip. But we've seen 4th of July. We spent one 4th of July at the campgrounds. Like, we made dinner reservations. And then after dinner, we sat on the beach. And that was something to see because when I tell you, when they say, you lit up the sky like 4th of July. Like, holy crap. It was amazing. Between the music and the drones, and the, it was incredible to watch. But I also am a huge fan of Happily Ever After. Mm-hmm. I could watch that show a million and one times, and it will never get old to me. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, I told Kyle, that's definitely a plan we want to make. If we were not going away up north, we talked about doing Grinchmas, because I've always wanted to do Grinchmas. Madison, not so much. She watched a video last year where a dad snuck in through the window, dressed as the Grinch, and scared the shit out of his kids. So last year, her biggest thing was she could not sleep in her room because the Grinch was going to come through her window because she was being bad. And I don't mean to laugh, but it was comical to be able to use that, much like my aunt used to use the Furby when my cousin would misbehave. Um, But yeah, she was totally convinced that the Grinch was going to somehow get her window open and come in because she was being bad. Maybe she shouldn't have been bad then. I mean, that's the logical, you know. Well, I did explain to her that we don't have streetlights. So the reality of the Grinch finding our house and going down an unpaved road and trying to get her window open probably was not going to happen that's a lot of effort for the Grinch he's not big on effort no and I tried to like show her in the movie I'm like see how he just slinks down the chimney see how the window was open yeah that's not gonna happen here because we lock our windows yeah we lock our doors and we don't have a chimney but then you know she hit me with a nah Santa doesn't always have to have a chimney and he gets down I'm like well fuck I can't fight you on that one Santa's magic the Grinch is not apparently she thinks he is yes but he's not It'll be interesting, too, because her holiday show this year. That's the theme. <laughs> no, the Grinch, you cannot be magical and be evil. I just want to go to argue with the Grinch. Or actually, I'd want to go to see David argue with the Grinch. Because I think it would be comical. That I would like to see. David is... He has an answer for everything. Yeah, no, he, he does. He's very good at that. I would love to see him go back and forth with the Grinch, but tickets were as expensive to do that as they were to go to Disney. So we would have to play that by ear, but that is something I would love to do just because I love the Grinch. It's one of my favorite movies to watch. The non-animated one, like Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, right? I watch it throughout the year. Yeah. I love that movie. I'm trying to get a shirt made for her performance. That's his schedule. It says my day, 405, follow in self-pity. Yeah. I either want that one or I want, like, the images of him modeling his outfit. That's it. I'm not going. That's what I want to wear to her show. But we'll see. That's awesome. But I think everything from the Christmas movies, what's your ultimate Christmas movie? How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. (laughs) 
I legit watch that movie all year round. Like that is like my happy movie is to watch that movie. I love Sydney Lou Who, and I think it's just the most sweet, precious movie. Dancing to Where Are You Christmas, that is her song this year, which kind of brings a tear to my eye because it's one of my favorite songs. Oh, yeah. No, that's, oh, my God. And sparkly leotards. Uh, I feel like that, Home Alone, the original Home Alone. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. I like all, all of, of the Santa Claus. All of them. They're fantastic. We actually started watching The Christmas Chronicles. It's fantastic with Kurt Russell. We have to watch some version of The Nutcracker because obviously yeah. I have a dancer. What was the other one? Christmas with the Cranks. Jingle All the Way I used to love. I'll Be Home for Christmas was one of my all-time favorite movies because JTT is in that. Now watching it older, I'm like, this is kind of boring. What was the other one that we were talking about? Miracle on 34th Street? That's a good one. That's a really beautiful but I like also. the old school oh, one. No, the old school one, absolutely. And the remake. I didn't, both of I, them. I didn't. I don't think I saw the remake, but the, but the old girl from one. Matilda. Yeah. Oh, maybe I did see that one. Yeah. yeah. No, they're both good. I did see that one. I like. Oh my god, I can't think of the name now. Christmas Carol. Yep. I love the Christmas. There's Carols. so many versions There's of it so too. So many. I like the Muppet one. Yeah. I like the you know awkward Jim Carrey one. I like. I like all of them. I love that. Because I like the thought of like being able – because, again, I feel like Christmas is such a wholesome time. And mm-hmm. like to learn those lessons of to be – to, you know, appreciate what you have and to be happy. And, you know, also um, It's a Wonderful Life. One of my all-time favorites. I remember the first time I watched that, um, I was with Leaf. It was our first Christmas together. Yeah. And we watched It's a Wonderful Life. And it was just so beautiful. We sat there drinking hot mm-hmm. chocolate and watching that movie. And it was just such an incredible movie. Yeah. One of my favorites. I actually saw a thing on, was it Facebook? Yes, I think it was Facebook. Somebody posted. And it was themed nights. Like your entire night was themed, the menu and everything, to the movie you were watching. So I saved Elf, The Grinch, A Christmas Story. That's another one too. The Polar Express, Home Alone, Frosty the Snowman, the original Frosty the Snowman. The Santa Claus. I think that was it. So the Santa Claus says, Appetizer is a Caesar salad, light on the dressing. Santa is watching his saturated fats. The main dish is the reindeer love roasted cherry tomatoes and garlic pasta. Scott Calvin's chicken parmesan and cream spinach. Desserts and snacks are Charlie's Nestle Crunch. He knows when... You want a hot fudge sundae, extra hot fudge on the side. Drinks are Judy's hot cocoa, shaken, not stirred. Hot buttered bourbon for the adults. And then it gives you trivia games that you could play and challenges. So one of the challenges, whenever you see a new sweater on meal, put a sweater on. Uh, do not remove the sweaters. You just keep adding layers. <laughs> when anyone mentions hot cocoa, take a sip of yours. If you're out, get more extra marshmallows. Anytime you see a reindeer, try to say all of their names as fast as you can. And write a letter to Santa and put it in the mail. Address it to the North Pole. I think they're adorable. I know Christmas is going to be over when we're in Georgia, but can we do one of these yeah. while we're up there? And I like it because it gives you, like, this one Santa Claus has all three movies. And it gives you, like, a little synopsis of what each movie is in case you've never seen it. Mm-hmm. So you kind of understand... 
like trivia is what number does the elf punch into the North Pole keypad? What brand of ladder is leaning against Scott's house in the first movie? Um, and it has it for all of them. I think it's adorable. I've seen people do this with like Disney movies. So they'll have like a cocoa night and the menu is exclusively like things that would be featured in cocoa. Um, but I told Kyle, I said it would be really cool to do that one night with the kids and just make the whole entire night like a Christmas night with the kids. We got to figure out a schedule to do that. <laughs> but I would really like to do a few of them, even if it's after just to have something because I feel like we wait all year to watch these movies and I feel like going into the new year there's still like I'm not ready to fully let that magic go yet yeah no I'd love to do that with the kids when we're up in Georgia that'd be really fun also just because I never want Christmas done we just got our Christmas pajamas that's another thing we do every year it's cute. We and even got matching ones for the dog. So I don't know if we're going to take them tomorrow before we do what we have to do with her or if we're going to wait until Thanksgiving break to do it because it's a whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are Grinch themed. Nice. So I'm very excited. Madison and I match and obviously the boys match. Mm-hmm. But we do that every year. Everybody thinks it's so corny. I love, though, being able to look back. I did a collage the other day. And David still has all of the pajamas. And he was, like, putting them out the other day with the new ones that we have. And he's like, wait, we're missing a year. And I'm like, yeah, 2019, we didn't have match. Kyle Madison and I had matching pajamas. But that was the year we fully got David. So that year he wanted Harry Potter pajamas. And I had already ordered our pajamas. I think I ordered our pajamas in, like, July. So he didn't have any that year. He was very disappointed. He's like, where are those pajamas? I'm like, dude, um, they're, like, five sizes ago you would you would not be able to fit into that but yeah i look forward to that i just started looking at slippers because i love to get matching slippers for christmas and then we just bought the cookies that have the shapes in them already like you get for halloween and stuff madison just picked out didn't think gingerbread ones the other day they have little gingerbread man but yeah for me i think it like you said it's the magic i also like Going, I have friends, you know, like you, and I have another friend that um, I'm not sure what it's called, so don't think that I'm culturally insensitive, but she's Hindu, so going to, like, their holiday parties and seeing their traditions, and it's all beautiful to me. I love, you know, seeing different cultures and how they celebrate their holidays and the significance of what their holidays are. You know, I try to explain to the kids again, like, this year when we decided to go away, it's not about presents. It's not about, you know, who has the better Christmas displays and stuff like that. It's really about the wholesome meaning behind, you know, being with your family and your loved ones and being able to have those times together and feeling the crazy the amounts of joy and yeah. magic that surround this time of year and just being really thankful for, you know, being there. I always say, you know, it's not what under the, what's under the tree, it's who is around it. And I think that's always the number one on my Christmas list is being able to have us together on the holidays. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I love that. And it's, you know, I, I like I love the holidays and I, you know, I look forward to them every year, even when I don't actually get to do anything. I mean, yeah. Christmas this year I'll be doing probably nothing because yeah. my family doesn't celebrate Christmas. I my significant other lives in another country and my roommate's probably gonna be working so 
know, I'm going to sit at home, do nothing. And then a couple of days later we leave for Georgia. So yeah. no, I, I, I don't have Christmas traditions necessarily, but I love, still love Christmas. I think it's just such a amazing time of year. And I yep. think it's a nice time, like I said, to remind everybody whether they celebrate Christmas or not, that they're still good in the world. And I think that ties into, you know, New Year's when mm-hmm. you set New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. and you look forward, you know, my great grandmother every year, she ate 12 grapes. And with each grape, it was a reflection on the month and the year that she had. And she would make a wish for, you know, the, the new year ahead. And I love the concept. Um, I would probably skip a few of the grapes. I was a few about months. to say, can I burn some of them? <laughs> some of them were very difficult. Um, but I feel like, you know, even when you talk about a new year and you make hopes of what the next year will be, I feel like it's just a beautiful concept. You know, even New Year's Eve, when we were obviously younger, New Year's Eve was a lot different and meant, you know, we get to get dressed up pretty and go party and drink with our friends. And now I am perfectly okay watching the ball drop from the comfort of my bed, snuggled up with my family and not giving a damn about being out and partying or having to get dressed up and be somewhere. So I think that that's nice. I just, I don't know. It's just the time of year. It really is just the time of year. As stressed as I am. And I was just telling my grandfather this the other day because they were asking about Thanksgiving. And I'm like, I'm not doing shit for Thanksgiving this year. Every year I host it. But every year he's like, well, that's because, you know, it's so much easier when you're not the one cooking because for so many years it was my grandmother. And I'm like, that's not the part that stresses me out. What stresses me out is everybody not being able to get along or everybody not being able to get on the same schedule or I have to make this dish this way because this one doesn't eat this or I don't want to do any of that. I don't want the stress of it. I just want to be able to have everything ready and relax with my family and take in everyone being there. And I feel like the last couple of years I've not been able to do that because I've been stressed out by everything else. And I don't want that. I think my my goal this year is to go in having a peaceful household and just embracing us and what we have. Because the reality of it is with each year that passes, that means another year has gone by and the kids are getting older. I'm getting older and there's new challenges ahead. So. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. So you're literally not doing anything for Thanksgiving or are you guys going to like go somewhere or we'll probably go to my aunt judy's she talked about ordering from somewhere so literally all she has to do is just like order and heat it up and the meal's done so nobody spent cooking because i mean given the year that we've had this year with the losses that we've had this year she doesn't want to do that either we really just want to be able to spend the time together and enjoy each other's company because at the end of the day that's to me what is the most important you know is being able to be with the family that I love, the family that supports us, the family that's there and making those memories with the kids because my hopes are that, you know, when the kids go out on their own, that's something that they pass on and they do in their own way. It doesn't have to be my way. I would just hope little things, you know, that's like every year the kids know that I get eggnog, even though I am the only one that drinks it. The year that we deck or the day that we decorate the tree, we get eggnog, we make Christmas cookies, the kids usually get like a sparkling cider or something, or hot chocolate, depending on the weather. 
and we put on Christmas songs and we decorate the tree. And then once the tree is decorated, we sit down and we watch Christmas movie together. That's just been our tradition every year. So they know to look forward to that. And as much as, you know, my relationship may be toxic or has ended with my aunt who raised me, that's something that we did every year as a family. That was the one night that we knew exactly what to expect. And we looked forward to it every year. They probably will not pass on the gift tradition because I feel like everybody in my household hates what I do with gifts. I mean, it's their problem. I mean, it's torture. I hate it as a kid. I love it as a parent. Yeah. Do you remember what I did? Mm-mm. So every year for people that are listening in alley, I color coordinate my gifts and I do not put names or tags. So no one knows what gifts are theirs until Christmas morning. I actually really like that, mostly because my OCD just loves color coding, but I think that's really cool. I think that's really fun. So our first year after my grandparents left, our whole tree is plaid. It's black and white, red and white plaid. Our table, everything matches. So the first year, everybody had their own plaid color. So like Kyle was black and white. Madison was red and white. David was green and white my mom was blue and white my grandparent or madison was pink and white my grandparents were red and white like everybody had a different plaid color and not all the paper was the same but you got the concept like okay i know who colors whose color was who and as i would wrap i would just put a locked note in my phone you can do it one of two ways my aunt used to put a little piece of paper in our stocking because that was the first thing that we opened. And once we got to the end of our stocking, we then knew which presents were ours. Or you could do like I do now because, you know, we have technology. And I put a locked note in my phone with a passcode only I know. And I have it in my phone whose paper is whose as I wrap the gifts. So every year it's funny to watch them fight over, oh, there's that one has eight presents or, ooh, there's a big present and nobody freaking knows whose is whose. One year I think the kids freaked out because there was a huge box. Like I couldn't even, we had a recliner that year and I had to physically move the recliner into like the middle of my living room because the box was so big. It was the year that I bought Kyle his train horns for his truck. And the kids swore like, that one's for me. And we got down to the nitty gritty of it. And I think I wrapped it in like a completely different paper than everybody's. And when we got down to it, they're like, I'm like, oh, there's only one present left. And they're all like, me, 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 me. And I wind up saying, okay, babe, open your gift. And just the look of despair and like shock, like what <laughs> was the best. But I love it again, because my aunt's logic was, I got really good at one point being able to unwrap the gifts and peek and like would tape them back perfectly. Yeah, I was that kid. Like I wanted to be surprised, but I also wanted to know that the list that I gave you was like, you know, what was under the tree. So how she solved that was she would color code every year. One year she would do like foils. One year she would do like solid colors. One year she would do different prints. So I hated it as a kid. But now having kids, I'm like, man, that was fucking smart because nobody's fighting Christmas morning. (laughs) They're not fighting. You know every box to get under that tree and you go grab it and that's it. My my work is done. I get to literally just sit and enjoy them opening their gifts instead of having to hear them yell because her gift's bigger or he, he got more or 
you know, we had that conversation last year and we explained to David that, yeah, she might have more boxes, but your gifts were bigger gifts. Like they were more elaborate gifts. Yeah, for sure. So, but I think it's funny because I'm enjoying the phase that I can still wrap like a keychain. She's like, oh my God, I got a keychain! Not so, if I did that for David, he'd be like, are you serious? Really? Is a car key attached to that keychain? I think last year he really wanted AirPods and I didn't get them. Well, I told him I wasn't getting them because he literally is so forgetful. They're not cheap. So I actually, when he had made his list, had already got them. I got them on Black Friday. He had no idea. They were actually sitting in my closet when he was asking for them. So because it's such a small box, I wrapped it in like six different boxes and I weighed it down. So he made it think like, this is really freaking heavy. So I have the video of him being like, another box? Are you kidding me? And I'm like, "Mm, you just got to keep going if you want the prize. Like you got to put in the work. And I'll never forget the one year my aunt did that to my brother and she got him a like chain link necklace, like all he wanted with like a matching bracelet. And he was so excited, ripped through all the boxes. The last box that it was in was like a blow dryer box. And he like wind up ripping through the box so excited that the box that the actual necklace and bracelet were in like flew across our living room. And she's like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, where's my blow dryer? (laughs) And she's like, what? What do you mean? She's like, your gift is over there. He's like, that's not a blow dryer. She's like, open it. And it was his necklace and chain. And she's like, are you, are you seriously? He was excited when he got it. But then he's like, so you really didn't get me a blow dryer? No, I just used the box. I, I'm interested to see this year the dynamic that changes doing Christmas differently to see how well the kids respond. And I'm hoping it's the way that I think it's going to go to give them kind of a different perspective on the holidays. Because again, This isn't the most joyous time of the year for everybody. And I feel like, especially having a kid that has a birthday two weeks before Christmas, I'm definitely feeling that. But I I think this might just be my new favorite way of doing Christmas. They are still, for those listening and being like, oh my God, you're so cruel. They're still getting gifts. It's just not the kind of gifts that they would normally get. They'll be getting winter clothes because it'll be cold and you know necessities like a new pair of shoes or stuff that they know they get every year for us it's usually bed sets because i feel like every year their style changes so much i mean i get bed sets a few times a year just because i like making my bed (laughs) to be fair they both have multiple bed sets so i really need to learn how to like get rid of the bed sets Mm -hmm. I always keep at least like to have at least one on stock. So when I'm washing their sheets and stuff, they have something to put on their bed. Yeah. But that's usually something they can count on every year. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was passed down to me. What would you say would be one tradition that you would want to keep or pass down? It could be either for Hanukkah or your own Christmas tradition. Honestly, the thing that I love the most about both holidays is the aspect of family. having family together so that would be honestly the only thing that i'd want to keep whether it's hanukkah christmas doesn't matter just to have that feeling of family and you know that that may change what family is in a year or so but you know just having that it doesn't necessarily need to be biological family or just that feeling of peace and family and Mm -hmm. home 
I think is so important this time of year. So I would like to always have that. I feel like you'll say that and penguins. I have penguins all year round, though. These ones just have Santa hats. I was going to say, but these are different penguins. They are. These ones have Santa hats. You're going to be the person that I'm going to come to see you during the holidays. And instead of a nativity scene, it's going to be penguins. If Canada will let me do that, then absolutely. You won't let me have real penguins, but maybe I can just have like a manger of stuffed penguins. And instead of a train going around your tree, it's going to be penguins marching. They're waddling around my house. Not even. You guys think that I'm joking? Like that? This is not. This is not a joke. Absolutely stuff that I would do. This is literally stuff that I can see. I'm already envisioning it. Absolutely. And seeing it happening. There's going to be like a topper. Like I can already. I would have. A train going around my tree if I could put penguins on every cart. I think that would be You're not going to have a train. You're just going to have penguins. But it, I mean, the penguins are going to get tired. They need something to ride on. It's Christmas. They need to relax too. <laughs> they work hard all year round. They need to relax too. Poor penguins. Canada's going to be so over penguins. It's not even funny. I'm pretty sure that your first ornament together, like, that's going to wind up being. And instead of a stone, it's going to be, like, a Christmas star. I don't know how he's not tired of penguins yet. I don't think he realizes the extent. Oh, no, he does. He 100% realizes the extent (laughs) of my obsession because when I was there last weekend, he's like, why penguins? I was like, why not? (laughs) I was like, I love them. (laughs) and They are amazing. I was like, could you be sad watching a penguin waddle and he's like maybe i'm like no you cannot nobody can be sad when they watch a penguin waddle it's impossible we were talking about it when we were watching walking through the botanical gardens i'm like he's like you know what would make this better i'm like penguins and he's like stop with the penguins did you tell me we've already planned a trip to sea world just so that you can go and sit um i did not but he knows he knows my thing with penguins. You know they do have them at the aquarium. Oh, we're going I, to. trust me, I know, and that you can watch them on their website. Because I cannot. Because during COVID, when I would get sad, I would watch the whale shark and the penguins from Atlanta's aquarium because it's the only place I could. And the movies were not doing it for me. I just wanted to watch them in their little habitats. I had to explain to your niece what a whale shark was. And why we were going. I mean, that's not the only reason we're going. Yeah. But it's someplace we've always wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's like Destiny from Meeting Dory. She's like, but it's big. I'm like, that's the whole point. It's a big aquarium that houses. A very a, big shark. A whale shark. She's like, but it's a shark. I'm like, but it's not a shark. She's like, then why is it called a whale shark? And of course, you know, literal David. It's a whale. That's a shark. She's like, see? It's a shark. He's like, you're focusing on the wrong word here. And I was like, you know how in the movie, Destiny can't see anything? I said, that's that's what they that, that's that's what happens. It's not like Jaws, who's going to eat you as soon as your toe touches the water. No, whale sharks don't eat people. She couldn't get that. She's like, they have to have teeth. I bet they have big, sharp teeth. I'm like, mm. so we're going to have to do some research before we make that trip because uh, she's 100% convinced we probably shouldn't have watched Meg because she's 100% convinced like the little Asian girl in the movie, that's going to be her with the whale shark. She survives. I don't. Uh, it's a shark. Yeah, but I mean, first off, Megalodon is awesome. Oh, tell that to your niece. I will. Second of all, whale sharks are so cool and it's, Honestly, it's a unique experience 
She'll be fine. I'm sure she'll be so excited when we go. To be able to see a whale shark, like, honestly, I don't like that it's in captivity. I don't like that any animals are in captivity. But to be able to see a whale shark in captivity when there's only two in captivity in the world, that's fucking incredible. Like, to be able – and it's also, you know, the – Atlanta Aquarium actually made a very, very, very large habitat for yeah. that shark, which I respect because SeaWorld didn't do shit for their orcas. They still don't. They still don't. And that's why they're depressed and they're dying. So I appreciate that Atlanta at least made a very large area for their whale shark because whale sharks are bigger than orcas. So I'm very depressed that they no longer have their polar bear at SeaWorld. Yeah. They have polar bears at the Baltimore Zoo. I used to see them when I was little. One of my favorite exhibits at SeaWorld was going to watch the polar bear and then going to the beluga whales because they're so freaking cute and now they don't have them anymore. And it makes me very, very, very sad. I spend two hours with the penguins. I really hope Canada's ready for all of these trips that he's about to take. And I really hope he doesn't listen to this episode so that he doesn't stop wanting to marry me because... He's going to go to SeaWorld and Disney World and spend lots of time with penguins. I, I also don't think that he realizes that your sister encourages that. And your niece would wholeheartedly encourage that, a.k.a. why you now have a stuffed penguin sitting on your table. I love that. But most people in my life encourage my obsession with penguins. I mean, when I was sad, John drove with me up to SeaWorld. And literally just stood there playing on his phone so that I could just stand there and watch the penguins. I think we stood there for like an hour. And when I, and honestly, this was like, I I was so appreciative of this because when I went over to him, I was like, okay, you ready to go? He's like, are you ready to go? He's like, are you okay? Are we good to leave the penguins? And I was like, "Mm, maybe five more minutes. And I went back down the stairs and I went and I kept watching the penguins. And he was just, chilling on his phone and he bought me like this super big stuffed penguin that I got to carry around with me the rest of the day and it was so exciting honestly it made me feel so much better I don't I don't even really remember why I was sad at that time now as I think it was like with all the issues with Mike and everything so he took me to SeaWorld and it was amazing and it was honestly like and I went the first time I went to SeaWorld when they opened up the penguin exhibit I literally stood there for two hours I was there with my friend's daughter and she was so bored. <laughs> but I was sad then too. And she was like, okay, we can we can spend some more time with the penguins. And they make me happy. I love penguins. They're just so precious. Madison likes watching the fluffy ones. I mean, they're amazing. I'm going to go to Antarctica one day. She and likes I- watching the fluffy ones and she loves watching them swim. She's like enamored when they start swimming. It's super cool to watch them swim because they're so fast. And then they're like they kind of slow when they waddle on, yeah. on land. Yeah, they're so fast in the water. They're so graceful. Just, this is turning into a penguin episode. So yeah. um, I feel like maybe we should leave it here. Probably. So for those of you that are listening, I think this is where we are going to wrap mm-hmm. our season. This is officially the end of season two for no matter where, no matter when. It is also the end, by the time this airs, it is the end of 2023. Yes. So for those of you that have started celebrating holidays, are still celebrating holidays, and are going into the new year, those that are listening, our international listeners, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Enjoy time with your families, your communities, 
and we will talk to you next year 2024 that feels like very futuristic i don't like that how Um, did that happen i don't know i don't understand all right until next year guys until next year happy holidays